Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. I'm at the Oregon Convention Center. Worlds of Sport will be here this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, I am watched. I have watched football goalposts go up. A uh, guy on a forklift is driving by right now. Just drove right by Bill Walton's seven-foot statue. Who else will be here over the weekend? Well, how about Alex Molden? He is participating as a panelist. On a couple of panels, he'll be talking on Saturday about his book. He's written a book. He does a lot of public speaking. He's doing a lot of coaching. And on Sunday, he will be uh, part of a panel discussion alongside Anthony Newman, uh, former University of Oregon defensive back, next to another former University of Oregon defensive back, two guys who played in the NFL. They'll be talking about life after the NFL. Alex Molden joining us now on the hotline how are you man man i'm doing great man good hearing your voice it's going to be fantastic down here i'm telling you i'm watching this thing go up it's it's amazing i haven't seen anything like this you're gonna have a blast hold on hold on now do i get a chance or can i get a chance to kick a field goal yes and you better bring some of those kids some of those eight kids better come with you because this is made for kids too we're gonna be. We, we, hey, I hope you got a lot of prizes. I'm. We're gonna be yeah. winning some prizes. Let me tell you. I love that. Uh, you know, I I was messaging with JJ Burden and talked to him earlier this week, and you came up in that talk because I think you and him see college and the NFL a little bit the same. He said he's really concerned about college guys getting bad advice, and he said they don't understand how difficult the leap is from college to the NFL and how hard it is to stay there. You're one of those guys who made the leap and stayed there. Do you agree with J.J.? Absolutely. You know, I think about all the things that's going on in the world, especially like with the, you know, golf and yep. this, whole, this whole Phil Mickelson deal and, the, and, and all the other professional golfers, and I always come to a saying that I got from my dad. Not all money is good money. <laughs> and so when people... Uh, these athletes, when they have these oppor- this uh, supposed opportunity to play at the next level, they they jump at it, and sometimes you have to you have to let it simmer, you have to let it cook, you yeah. know, have that opportunity because it, it's a huge it's a huge leap, and these kids they get people in their ear, and sometimes those people are very close to them, they have a lot of influence, but yet they don't know. They don't know all the struggles that come along with leaving school early and making that jump to the NFL. So, yeah, well, J.J., everything you said was spot on. You, in 1996, are drafted in the first round. You're the 11th pick. Now, cup, you know, four of these Oregon players were not drafted. They go into a, you know you know into a mini camp as an undrafted free agent, or they you know they're f- trying to fight to make a practice squad. 
Give me the difference when when a team has a pick and some money invested in you versus undrafted free agent. How much harder is that path? So like this, like so drafting the first round, like I can make mistakes. I can make mistakes for a year or even two. A undrafted free agent, rookie free agent, you might have a bad day of practice, and that's it. You're done. So I I used to hate, especially, you know, as I got older in the league, and practice and mini camps and training camps, going up against a free agent rookie, I hated going up against them because they were giving it their best. They're playing on the biggest stage that they've ever been on, every practice. So you have to have that mentality, you know, as a rookie free agent because you're one mistake away or one bad day away from your football journey, your football career being over. They have to understand that. Alex Molden with us, former NFL defensive back, first-round draft pick out of the University of Oregon. Getting there and staying there. JJ talked about, you know, what he learned early on. I think he had a, you know, a veteran defensive back. You know, he looked at the, this old guy across from him and he said, uh, you know, that he runs about a four-seven now. Late in his career, he said, "I'm a four-three, four-four." And JJ went to get off the line. The guy threw him on the ground and wouldn't let him get up. Um, as a veteran, can you relate to that? Like what you knew four or five years into your career. You know what's funny is I remember when J.J. Burden came back to Oregon, and he was like in his, I don't know, seventh or eighth year. And I was going into my, I want to say junior year, and Danny O'Neill was our quarterback. And he said, hey, hey, Alex, I'm, you know, we're going out to the field. We're going to do a couple, uh, couple you know, we're going to play catch. We're going to do some one-on-ones. You want to you come? And I was like, Oh, you know, a part of me was like, no, I'm not ready. And another part of me was like, yeah, let's see where you're at. And so I went out there, and I got a chance to cover J.J. He was the quickest dude I've ever faced. And he, he beat the brakes off me. But I did, I did like once or twice cover him, and that just gave me such a, a boost of confidence. So, um, and his journey was different, right? Uh, I think he was a free agent, a rookie free agent. He was he an eighth, eighth round pick. Yeah, eighth round oh, pick. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, eighth round pick. Uh, and and you know myself coming in as a as a first rounder is is totally different. But in the NFL, that doesn't that doesn't matter. It doesn't. The NFL with these athletes, yes, the your path is a little bit better. You know, the higher up you go, because that team is giving you more and more money, so you have more chance. To, to have success, but I played with guys who were rookie free agents, and they've had a phenomenal year. They played more years than me, you know, 12, 13 years, because they was able to, you know, know the system, luck, you know, luck played a huge part, you know, in terms of, like, the offense or the defensive scheme, the, the relationship you have with the coaches, you know, injuries that happen that, that open up opportunities for you. So there's different ways, but, yes, the hardest part is staying, it's not getting in. Getting in is tough, but staying, <laughs> right? I, I play eight years. 2% of all NFL players play eight years. Anthony Newman played 12. It's like, you know, 1%. Wow. You're yeah, going to get, 
you're going to get to see Anthony on Sunday as part of a panel discussion at Worlds of Sport. And I, I'm really interested to talk to you guys about life after the NFL. Um, I know you're doing coaching now. And Where can people see your podcast and, and where can they get the coaching materials? Absolutely. Uh, my podcast, and actually I interviewed Anthony um, a couple weeks ago, and it was he opens up about his time after football and the darkness that was there because, you know, identity, yeah. myself included. But he, he shares his, his story, and it was a, a, a phenomenal, very um, – very touching, very touching uh, moment. But, uh, yeah, it's the shark effect. And you can find that on any platform. You can go to my website, which is simple. It's alexmolden.com. Um, I have, I, I do speaking. I do um, leadership training for, for different organizations, workshops and whatnot. So, yeah, all my information is, is on my website. Alex, let me ask you about that because I think, you know, it's part of what you're doing. Like, I think – Men in general, guys in general in their 40s and 50s are all kind of at this pivot point of their life, myself included, like kind of looking and going, hey, is this what I want to do? And what, you know, what do I want to do? And what is my identity? Like, I think a lot of us are walking around. We don't even know who we are. Yes, yes. And, and you know, myself included, I went through that. And it's a very, it's like, um, it's kind of like the movie Matrix, Right. The movie Matrix, well, at least the first one, where you know you take the the pill, the green pill and yeah. the red pill, keep you know keep living your life, but then you know you get this one pill, the red pill, and it opens up your eyes to what the truth is. And once you understand the truth, what what your identity is, what your passion is, and then like how do you move around this world? Like what is influence? And I mean that's what leadership is. Leadership is influence. Well, then it comes down to well, how do you influence? what what type of um what type of influencers are in your life and once you understand the biggest one for me is character when i when i get to know you john when i get to know other people and i hang around them i get to know their character and based off of that i can make informed decisions i can be able to predict behavior and it you know it, it doesn't happen overnight but sometimes it takes um uh something in your life that that happens and most time is adversity and you look at that and you break it down and you can start to man figure out like what do you want your life to look like what do you want the impact of your life to be athletes and celebrities in general i think get treated a certain way and i'm not sure how hard that is how difficult is that when you're done playing when all of a sudden, you know, you walk into a restaurant and you have to wait for a table. <laughs> That's a great, that is great. Because here's the thing is we, we get passes. We get free passes. The higher up you go as a celebrity, as an athlete, and you play well and you do things and people see your face and everybody wants to take you out to lunch and play golf with you and all that stuff. Well, what happens when you're done playing and that's all they see you as? Mm. And then you're not in because you don't know who you are. You think that what you did is who you are. And now that's taken away from you. Now, now here comes a difficult task of looking in the mirror and understand like most of those people, they ain't going to give you no more free passes. <laughs> they ain't going to pay for your lunch. They, you ain't going to get the best seat at the, um, at, at the restaurant. 
So now you got to be like, just like everybody else. But those people, you know, I guess the, the non-celebrities, they've been, you know, that way for a long time. And now, you, now you're in their world, and you don't know who you are. So that's what I do, John. I, mean, I help people who are, who, are, who are in transition. And most of my clients are athletes, but some are, you know, um, executives or they're transitioning to another career, and they've been defined by their job. Alex Molden with us, former NFL defensive back, father of eight. Uh, Elijah in the NFL with the Tennessee Titans, third-round draft pick. How different is his experience as you watch him kind of join the league and, and flourish a little bit last year? How different did that look to you, or was it familiar to you? Is it the same old NFL? Uh, no, no. The NFL is different. The NFL is uh, it's a beast because now you have the whole social media aspect. Um, the money is huge. But also with that money, when you start to do things and you play well and, you know, that can boost your celebrity. Now, if you don't, if you, uh, let's say, you, like, you don't know who you are, then that all that celebrity starts to kind of give you this, this jagged, just jagged look on what Man. life is, NFL life is. But, you know, for him, he has a great understanding of the game, but he has a better understanding of who he is and what he wants his life to look like. Um, it's, you know, the pressure is, is tenfold, I think. Wow. Yeah. I noticed, is he still on your cell plan? Are you still paying his bill? Uh, let me see. I, you get him off the cell I think, plan? I, I think I am. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's still on it, but he sends money. <laughs> he sends money to my wife, and so yeah. So basically, he's still on it. I love he's still it. On it. I noticed the other day. I, I think it was on Instagram. You posted a picture of your face, and you're excited about something. And in the comments, Elijah posted. He he wanted mom to take the phone away from you. He oh, said, mom, oh yeah. <laughs> I posted. I posted something like I was. I, you know, it hit me that we didn't have the little kids, you know, our three littles, our 8, yeah. 10, and 13-year-old, into any sports camps. Mm. And it just hit me. And so I just took a picture, and, you know, I was I like to give a little, you know, a little intel about our life, and yeah. or at least my life. And, uh, you know, he's, he's like his mom, you know, conservative. You don't like the, you don't right. like dad to make a fool out of himself, but. You know, I'm me. I, I know me. I know my character. And, that's right. And that's okay. It's okay with me. It's not okay with him and my wife. So. I think part of our job, too, as we get older, is we're supposed to embarrass our kids. You know, I think that's part of the deal. <laughs> that, that, that is part of it. That you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. That's a, that's that's part of the job. All right. Let me ask you a question. It's a football question that's that I've been dying to ask you, uh, Tom Brady. He retires, and then he goes home for two months, and he comes back. Um, you know, he is talking about the reasons why. He, he just gave an interview with Dan Patrick, and he kind of mentioned why the reasons that he's coming back. I want to play this for you, and then I want to know what you think because you've been in that position where you have to decide, you know, is it time? Here's Tom Brady. Give me the day, the moment when you say to Giselle, I'm going back. Uh, you know, we had quite a bit of time together. Um, and I think mostly when I 
kind of told the team, look, like, you know, you guys got to make plans without me, you know, and then, you know, Jason and Bruce said, just give it time, you know, and I said, look, I, I, I feel pretty strongly, you know, and, and then, you know, time went by and then you just get super competitive, you know, and I think I'm part crazy. I mean, I think that's the reality. I mean, <laughs> 45 years old and I'm out here with a lot of young guys that are trying to take my head off. And I see Aaron Donald work out on my Instagram. I'm like, damn, maybe I should have retired, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because he's a beast. Um, but, you know, I had the appetite to compete and uh, it's going to be gone soon. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And I got to, you know, just really appreciate what the time I have left because it's not a lot. All right, so you, he, he retired for two months, Alex, and then he said, I'm coming back. I, my theory is he was on the couch with his kids, taking out the trash, and he's going, to hell with this. I'm going to get back into camp. But <laughs> what do you hear there from Tom Brady? Okay, this is what – so i got to, like, break it down, right? So, number one, he's been playing football, football professional, professional football for almost half of his life. And so I'm sure he's been playing it. Well, he's been playing it for for more than half of his life, maybe three quarters. So football is a huge part of who he is, and he's still playing at a high level. Of course, I wanted to come back. Yeah, I'm like after my eighth year, I was still working out, trying to get my ninth and my tenth year in. But that moment at Pat, that the position that I play, I cannot do it anymore. He is still able to do it at a very high level. And if he's doing it and that can, yeah, those competitive juices, absolutely. I had them like it, it, to a point where I couldn't watch football anymore. I, 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 I didn't like watching professional football. It took me about five to six years to finally turn it on and start watching. So yes, I can see him doing the regulars, being a regular person, doing all that, all that stuff. And it finally, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was not I was not shocked when he ended up coming back. What when you say you couldn't watch it, was it because it was painful or and you no, wanted to be I there? I do I thought I can still I believe that I can still do it. I I believed it. But looking at it, man, ain't no way with the injuries that I had yeah. and even like my my last year and I think I told you the story when I was I was playing I was um, I was with the uh, then the Redskins, but I was covering one of their their young receivers and he jumped up. Oh my gosh! It, it, it like he was about thirteen feet in the air, and he made this <laughs> he made this catch, John. And I looked and I said, "Yep, I think this is about the last year." <laughs> if they throwing him like this, he was like six three, two twenty, and can jump out. It's like. Like, T.O. was was one of a kind. Yeah. But now, you know, in, in 1996, in 2003, they they grown them. Yeah. And they all, all these receivers looking just like, and I was like, yeah, this is probably it. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Molden, you're the best. Great conversation. We're going to pick this up on Saturday on the main stage at Worlds of Sport and on Sunday as well. I appreciate you being part of the event, and uh, you'll be here uh, with some of your books and uh, willing to meet and greet with people. If people want to meet Alex Smolden and listen to him and Anthony Newman talk a little bit, worldsofsport.com to get your tickets. A Alex, thank you. Can't wait. I'll have my books. I'll autograph them. I'm gonna I'm gonna be shooting basketballs. I'm gonna be <laughs> doing all of not just not just kicking field goals, John. Yeah. 
I'm an athlete. Hey, uh, the pickleball people mentioned they want to see you play pickleball. They said I if can you do can, that too. do you think you could get a point off a professional pickleball player? Because they're saying they have one of the high-ranked national players coming here, and they said no one I'm will get a point. I'm not scared. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'll come. I have a change of clothes. All right. Alex Molden, thank you. I'll see you Saturday. Right. There he Can't is. Wait. He's not afraid. Leave it here. You got the bald face truth. Back to the bald face truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. I loved that interview with Alex Molden. I want to continue that conversation. We'll do it Saturday at the Oregon Convention Center. And again on Sunday, worldsofsport.com if you want tickets. Anna, what would you think of that? I didn't even know it was Alex at first because I came in kind of halfway through, but I, I thought it was great having him offer his thoughts on why Tom Brady is actually coming out yeah. of retirement. I mean, it's great perspective. Judah, what would you think of that? So good. So good. I can hear you guys talk all day. That's He's a phenomenal interview. One of the... Many people I'm excited to interact with over the weekend. We've become friends. I get coffee with him, you know, once in a while. We sit down, and uh, he's such a good dad. He's got eight kids. Uh, they've got a van that they drive all over the Portland metropolitan area, dropping their kids at sporting events and whatnot. Um, but he has got perspective on life that I think, you know, a, a lot of athletes and others can learn from. And we'll have him and Anthony Newman as part of a panel discussion. He'll also be with Keenan Lowe on Saturday, former University of Oregon uh, football player who has written a book called Hometown Victory. So it'll be Keenan Lowe and Alex Molden on Saturday. It'll be Anthony We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Baltimore. Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.